What's going on? No music intro. Why? Because welcome to the Three Count Podcast Experience. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The Three Count Podcast Experience. The Three Count Podcast Experience. Uh, Uh, Good God Almighty, Nick. What the fuck the fuck? fuck was raw? Dude, like when I text you and I was like, yo, what the fuck? I was only like in the first few minutes. I was like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? So here's my thing. The all right, so the show opens up with Shane and um, Stephanie in the ring talking about the superstar shakeup. Stupid name, by the way. Let's go to call it a fucking draft or talent exchange. I like the draft. Right? Vince. It, oh, it opens up more. I don't want to. It's not called the draft. It's called the superstar shakeup. Time to shake things up again. It's fucking stupid, Vince. Get over it's, it. It's stupid. Um, so they're talking back and forth. They show pictures of what Shane did to Potato Face, uh, Miz's father. And the Miz comes out, attacks him, and beats his ass. Um, Miz gets thrown over the barricade, pops up, smashes Shane with a chair, and the Miz is bleeding. Yeah, that was kind of funny. But I know that accidental cut, it really helped. Oh, I, I fucking digged it, dude. Oh, yeah. He bleeds red. And, but, but then Corey Graves and fucking Michael Cole weren't even confirming that The Miz was being sent over to Raw. No. They were um, like, just, we just assumed. They were like, oh, is, is The Miz coming to Raw? I don't know, fuckface, you tell me. For real, you know? God damn it. So I, I was very, 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 very upset by that. And then we get our first match of the night, which is the Revival um, well, it was so Alistair Beck, Alistair Black, and Ricochet apparently are on Raw. At least that's what we think because mm. fucking Cole and and Dick Face Corey Graves couldn't give us a fucking answer. That bothered me because I really wanted them to split up. Yeah, me too. They're not a fucking tag team. No, I don't like them being a team. They were great together at NXT Takeover. They were great together at WrestleMania, but. Let's capitalize on the fact that these two individuals are incredible separate. Right. And right. So, so it was like, well, I'm like, okay, oh, this is stupid. And then fucking out comes Zack Ryder and, um, and what's his name? Fucking, um, who's his tech team partner? Kurt Hawkins. Who? Zack Ryder, yeah. Kurt Hawkins come out, the Raw Tag Team Champions. The Revival are out there. And then we get, um, an official NXT call up. The Viking Experience. Dude. Now, to all those people who are like, yo, it's just a show. They're going to change names. What the fuck did you think? Shut up. Because you know you fucking hate it too. Second, you're taking away these two, like, their identity. I get the idea of let's not call them war raiders because the word war, it might spark people in a different way but you let them do this for months on nxt don't use that as an excuse your your microphone keeps cutting out it does yeah for some reason it's like it might be your mixing your mixer i think so yeah that's what you get for spending 20 bucks on it i know for real (laughs) um so no that you're right and then they go ahead and change their name to igor and eric yeah, that was weird. It's Rowan and Hanson. It... 
That was a lot. I, I was super upset. The Viking experience. Corey Graves was like, you may know them as other things down in NXT, NXT champions, and they didn't even come out with the NXT Tag Team Championships. So are they going to be working both? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out next week. Dude, oh. I, I was I was just seriously, it was just stupid. And the fans didn't know, didn't know shit. I mean, the match was fine. Um, they looked good, but even their style was watered down. Um, I feel like it's it's going to be a minute before people start to catch on. But they're still really good. They're still really good tag team. Oh, so, they're fantastic. And it's well-deserved that they do get that call-up. But then it's like, what the fuck about all, all of those other call-ups that you had before? Now, only, what, two of them are really being played out. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, again, your microphone's cutting out. Uh, but if you really look at it, of all the NXT call-ups that have happened over the existence of NXT, Finn Balor, Alexa Bliss, I'm talking like 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 talent that was super over. If you go with talent that was like main event talent, super high caliber talent, Finn Balor, and uh, let's see... Yeah, just Finn Balor is kind of like the guy to hold gold. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's just actually uh, Bobby Roode. He did. Yeah, but Jim. he's kind of got wasted on the main roster. Um. Yeah, he got pretty. Ah, and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Yeah, Kevin Owens has been great. Sami Zayn is having he's having a better time. Um, but yeah, the War Raiders pick up the win. So it was good. It was it was good showing. They look good. They could look better, but still, the War Raiders pick up the win. The Viking experience don't exist to me. Uh, I don't know. I hate it. But what do we know? It's terrible. Uh, next we get Finn Balor, and the next uh superstar to be sent over to Raw, Andrade Cien Almas. Along with Zelina Vega. I was hyped. Yeah. So Zelina Vega comes out, cuts a promo. Andrade um, cuts a promo in Spanish talking shit to Finn Balor. Basically saying that um, he's the most important star on Raw. And Finn Balor, you ain't nothing but shit. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Sorry. Really really high quality match. Uh, Zelina Vega gets involved. She gets heavily involved. um, Basically, it helps protect Finn. And Andrade wins with the uh, Hammerlock DDT. I was really hot, um, hype up this match. It was really good. And it's Andrade. Him on Raw can really catapult him. Yeah, I think this is a really big stage for him to be on, and it's going to come out really well. Yeah. Uh, next, we get Elias. Elias is out there saying that his music is powerful. It it brought John Cena back, and it re- and it raises the dead. That was That's great. Good. Uh, Rey Mysterio comes out, interrupts him, attacks him. Um, then after that, Lars Sullivan comes out and smashes Rey Mysterio. So Rey Mysterio is officially on Raw. Which I like, but my only issue was, is he healthy enough? Is that leg okay? Because he probably shouldn't have come out. That's a very, very good question. And then when you saw him stumble, uh, when he was trying to do that tornado DDT. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of- 
Next, we get Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode cuts a promo saying, basically, they're ready for anyone. They're going to welcome all competition. They're being heels. Dude, Bobby Roode looks so checked out. He does. He is not happy. You think he's requested his release? Dude, with the amount of people that have, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, So out come the Usos. They come out. um, They look great. And it's nice for them to be on Raw because they did everything they could on SmackDown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, easy win. Uh, the double uh, Superfly Splash. And so the Usos are officially on Raw. And I love it. I love them being on Raw. Uh, this is going to be great for them. So far, Raw looks good with their new talent. Oh, absolutely. Um, let's go ahead and give Sami Zayn some shine. Because Sami Zayn was on a moment of bliss. And it's hilarious, too. Because when, when Alexa Bliss came out in that fringe skirt... Mm-hmm. Me and Renee Young said the exact same thing regarding the French skirt that it's fucking awesome. No, it was a great skirt. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm a, I'm a super a girl that could pull Please off welcome. a French skirt. It's always a good look. Oh, I don't care about skirts. I care about the sundress. It's sundress season. <sighs> Every girl looks better in a sundress, Nick. Every- Montreal Zone, Sammy Zane. One of those moments where I'm glad I'm on SmackDown Live, too, just in case. It's about to get loud up in here. Yeah. Sounds like Maurice Richard these days. Your home nation. Renee, you're not even anybody's favorite person in your own house. Shut up. What did I tell you? All right. Once again. Yep. Breathing just fine, Cole. He's a cardio machine. I have never seen anything quite like this. And I'd like to thank the goddess for providing this moment. I'm going to kick it up a notch. Ole, 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 ole. All right, I'm going to stop because I could do this all night. Sammy. Last week, you returned to Monday Night Raw, you know, being out for 10 months due to a shoulder injury. And I think I can speak for all the Quebecers when I say it is fantastic to see Sami Zayn back on Monday Night Raw. Alexa, I 
absolutely love this city. The city is great, it's just the people that I can't stand. Being in this room with all these people, it's hard to explain, it's just something in the air, it's just so... Quebec. Uh, I figured it out. What you guys do is you project your unaddressed issues, right? Your anger, your insecurity, your failures, and you project all that onto me. Quite frankly, I'm not accepting it. I don't accept it. I think it's disgusting, and I think you should all be ashamed of yourselves. Now, I know last week you came out and you said that everyone over-critiques you, but here's the thing. Is it because you're so perfect that you're the best that you really think that these people are what's wrong with WWE? Your people are the problem with WWE? It, they're not. Let, let, me, let me just cut you off there for a second, Alexa. I was born here, but these are not my people. Yeah, I don't even live here anymore. Yeah, I moved to sunny Orlando, Florida. I chose to leave Montreal before, just like I'm choosing to leave Montreal again right now. I know where I'm going. Dude, Sami Zayn is fucking a G. I don't know how. I, I think he's just being honest, and I love it. Like it, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, because we were talking about like wanting more honesty from, from uh, the superstars. So it's dope. Yeah, dude. It, honestly, dude, he's one of those dudes who is fucking finally getting his due diligence. His due. He's finally not a fucking face. And he's a heel who isn't like a, a, you know, like what he was doing with uh, KO. This is his, his his promo he cut last week, and this here have been have been like making me think that this dude could have a great feud with Kofi Kingston on SmackDown. You think so? Yeah, in the main event scene, them two, the quality mm-hmm. matches would be great. I think him running down the fans and Kofi Kingston being the the new representation of what the fans want would be great. I agree. I do. I don't know. I I kind of want to see what he'll do like in the mid card, but I can see him having like a Daniel Bryan esque rise. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, I think no, you might be onto something. Uh, next, we get the Iconics versus Naomi and Bailey. Uh, so Sasha's trying to call, or uh, Bailey's trying to call Sasha. She ain't picking up. Mm. Shots fired. Um, mm. Naomi basically says, "You know, I'm gonna team with you. Who who can hate this adorable face?" We'll talk more about that on SmackDown. So we get the Iconics versus Naomi and Bailey. 
Uh, Naomi and Bailey end up picking up the win pretty easily. Yeah, I have no words. Uh, EC3 versus Braun Strowman. EC3 says he's looking for stiffer competition. Braun Strowman's music hits. And you can basically see EC3 pretty much say, fuck me. I think he's just like pissed off because since day one, he hasn't been utilized. Yeah. Uh, Braun, Braun Strowman uh, beats his ass and then uh, chokeslams him. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You just jobbed him out like that. Yep. I don't understand why. I really don't. I don't. Uh, next, we get Becky Lynch versus Ruby Riot. A really, really great quality match. Um, Becky Lynch ends up picking up the win. Um, the Riot Squad attacker, she takes him out one by one. And then out comes Natty. Natty was like, look, I respect you. respect everything you've done. Um, we've come from the same... Uh, We've taken this long journey together, basically, because they've tag team back in the day. Um, yeah. And so, and so then, uh, let's see here. Out comes, um, what's her name? Lacey. Lacey Evans, and basically says, "I use my my feminine, my feminine charm to get what I want, like a real lady would." And so she's gonna wrestle Natty, winner. Gets to face uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, her and Natty have a pretty solid match. She doesn't. Lacey Evans doesn't look terrible. She ends up crushing Natty with that uh, moonsault. Yeah, but that shit looked pretty. It looked cool as fuck, but poor Natty. Poor Natty, but at the same time, Lacey Evans is here. Yeah. Accept it. Um, she's, she's really good. And I knew that she would do well. I was just afraid of how she would actually get in front of those bright lights. Yeah, yeah. It, she did well. She she did solid. She had a good she got a good outing. Um, we find out that Eric Young is being moved over to Raw without the other two members of Sanity. Hmm. Yeah, but it looks like they're done. Yep. Alexander Alexander Wolf. Uh, next we get a uh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Baron Corbin versus Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and a mystery opponent. The last member to from SmackDown to come over to Raw. Uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins are backstage. They're going to interview. Charlie's trying to catch the scoop. And then the door opens slightly. Seth Rollins starts laughing because it's someone's trying to come out. The, their, get, their partner. Door shuts. And he was like, well, it looks like everybody's excited to find out who's going to be next. <sighs> Turns out it's none other than AJ Styles. Yeah, I called that from a mile away. Yeah, I mean, he's done everything he could on SmackDown. Heel champion. Face champion, uh, you know he, he's set to be on on Raw now. Oh yeah, he definitely is, and I see uh, a heel turn in his future. Yeah, I hope so because I would like to see him and set to go at it. That'd be really great. Exactly. Uh, so the faces pick up the win. Pretty good match. AJ Styles looks healthy. Apparently, his hip injury isn't an issue. Whose hip injury? Uh, AJ Styles' hip injury. Oh, see, I knew I wasn't tripping. Like, I felt that he had a hip injury, but he looked great. Yeah, he looked good. All right, cool. Um, But, yeah, man, I mean, fuck. The, the superstars that went over made sense. It just the show felt really bad. I mean, we get the same fucking six-man tag match we've been getting since December, dude. It's like... We were promised that things were going to change, this and that, and it's more change of the same. Exactly. Like, I feel like this one was really lazy, but at the same time, tactfully done. 
Yeah. Like, you got good quality people from SmackDown to go on Raw, which is great. But for SmackDown, you're going into the October change. So who's going to be there to help bring in that draw? I thought it was I thought SmackDown was better than Raw. I came out on top just a little bit. The only thing that's lacking on SmackDown. Oh, you get there. Go ahead. What's lacking on SmackDown? I can't hear you. Oh, I said uh, go to SmackDown because we didn't go there yet. Yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into SmackDown here. Um, so SmackDown kicks off with the Kevin Owens show. And he has his special guest, The New Day, um, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods because Big E apparently tore his knee. His meniscus. Yep. Not from the splits. Not from the splits, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so I thought I thought Kevin Owens might have gone heel here. I thought he, this this is what I was expecting, but it turned out he just wants to be the the third member, honorary member of uh, uh, the New Day, and so well, he puts let's on. Let's be patient. Hmm? Let's be patient. Yeah, so you know they're gonna put him to a little initiation, but they give him the Big E shirt, and it's one size too small, maybe two, three, and then, then they put on the uh, unicorn horn. I loved it. They dubbed him. And he started. He started uh, trying to, uh, you know, get them hips swerving. <laughs> He's a little tight in the hips, though, you know. A little tight. Nick, as a dancer, how would you help uh, Kevin Owens? Excuse me, the Big O, get them hips swerving correctly. Bend the knees. Bend the so knees. So on the hips. He didn't bend the knees. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Some tips from my from a really great dancer. It's all in the knees. All in the knees. <laughs> Hands on your knees. Hands on your knee. <laughs> dude, uh, after how bad Raw was, dude, SmackDown looked fucking superior by a mile. It was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, because um, next we get Finn Balor versus Mustafa Ali. The silence is because we were excited as fuck. I, you know, you know, uh, did you watch King of the Hill? Oh, of course. You know, when Bobby, when Bobby would be like, make two fists, like shaking a school, like a little girl. That was me last night. Oh, that was me watching SmackDown. Really? Yeah, I was so hyped for this. Oh my gosh, yeah. Dude, it was. I, to be honest, there was a moment where I was like, <clears throat> please, Finn, put the title on the line. <laughs> yeah. I was like, or, or you know, just it was it was great, dude. I mean, Mustafa Ali and Finn Balor have incredible in ring chemistry. I don't know if they've ever wrestled each other. If they have, great. But if they haven't, then fuck, this was amazing. This was wow. This was exactly what I expected from Mustafa Ali on the call up. Or yeah, this was great. Oh, I forgot. On Monday Night Raw, Cedric Alexander is the newest member of Raw. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. I love it. But it begs the question, what the hell is going to happen to 205 Live? That is the question. Um, we'll get to that after we get to SmackDown. But I told you, the second that uh, that Brock Lesnar was gone, it was going to make a open up a huge avenue for smaller guys to come in on Raw. 
It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen because I feel like 205 Live is going to dissolve. Uh, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that might be true. Um, but so Finn Balor picks up the win of the coup de gras. It looked great after the match. They shake hands, showing respect, and Finn Balor is officially on SmackDown. I love <coughs> that. That's uh, great. It's a great freaking match. It was really good. Uh, next we get Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston backstage with Kevin Owens. So uh, the Big O has to eat uh, a stack of pancakes in five minutes and thirty seconds in order to be official member of the New Day. Um, Kevin Owens is like, "Look, I've never had a pancake before," <laughs> and they they were just in shock. Lies, lies yeah. we tell ourselves. Oh, I know. He bit into the pancake. It was like, "Oh my god, this is delicious." That was so good. And he starts scarfing him down. He drops one, picks it off the floor, and eats it. I know, and that's what I love. That was real. That was real G. He was like, these are so delicious. I'm picking it up the floor and eating it. I'm like, god damn it, Kevin Owens. Why are you so good at this? So good. Oh, my gosh. He's amazing. Absolutely. Uh, next, we get Charlotte versus Carmella. Um. Solid match for both of them. I mean, they look really good. It was just kind of one of those matches like, why is it happening if it's not leading to anything? Well, what bothers me more is the fact that she just won the uh, the China Battle Royal. That's what I'm calling it. Yeah, let's go with and, that. Uh, yeah. And getting nothing. Like, her first match that she loses? Get out of here. Much like the winner of the Andre Giant Battle Royal. Mm. Usually, nothing ever happens good to them. Mm. Fair. Um, after the match, uh, Lars Sullivan comes out, takes out R-Truth. And he's looking at Carmella kind of creepy. Man. But why does she look so good? Mella? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because she's happy. Maybe. Like, she and that Corey Gray's deal. Yeah, apparently so. So it turns out Lars Sullivan is now a member of the SmackDown roster. Or we think because they said, where's Lars Sullivan going to end up? On Raw or SmackDown? Well, it's kind of like the last day of the Superstar Shake-Up, you know, so probably SmackDown? I don't know. I don't know. I just felt it weird that he was on both and they showed him being on both. Yeah. Um, So Becky Lynch comes out to the ring. She gets a massive pop, says, you know what? I said it on Monday, I'll say it again. I beat that goofy uh, um, Ronnie and Charlotte. And uh, Becky two belts, chance go off. Um, all this other stuff. Out comes the next member of the SmackDown roster, Amber Moon. I'm not mad at it. This is a good move. Yeah. Good move. And then, so I immediately get on Twitter and was like, you know what? I had a feeling that this spot, this call-up, or this... uh." Roster move was supposed to be Sasha Banks. You think so? I think so because she's a huge, huge. She grew up watching SmackDown. She says she was, you know, a huge Eddie Eddie Guerrero fan, and Eddie was SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And so I have a feeling that's where she's going to end up. Um, Every Moon says she's coming after Becky. Bailey's music hits, and so wow. Bailey's on SmackDown now. The booze. Were you shocked at the booze? Extremely. Now, why do you think she got booed? Uh, okay, do you really want to know why? Yeah. 
um, because we're a bunch of sexist assholes and look at women differently than men when they're complaining. So you think the entire crowd booed her because we were sexist assholes? No, that's just, that's a whole nother thing. But I don't know, like, when she mentioned Sasha, then they started booing, like, really loud. But from all other reports, they were booing like crazy. Yeah. The Iconics so, came out and got a pop. Vegas just, like, I don't know. So they're, they're in a, in a straight-up wrestling town. Oh, they are in Montreal. But Bailey is a, a wrestler. Yeah, but you don't think that they felt that, like, Sasha Banks picking up her ball and going home was her quitting on us? Okay. Yes and no. Like, I know we had this argument before, and you're saying that I'm being a little bit more, like, emotional towards it. <clears throat> but, and I was like, I'm just trying to see both sides. And oh. then Go ahead. I talked about it a little bit more, and I thought, maybe I am being a little too, like, emotional on it. Maybe I should look at this more on what you guys were saying. You were saying, but Adam Mayhem was saying. And Adam Mayhem made a really good point. But then I started thinking about, okay, what about Bret Hart? What about Stone Cold? What about CM Punk? Like, all of the situ- all of the situations, they're, like, very linked because it was all about, like, uh... Your mic's cutting out again. Oh, shit. Uh, basically, it was all about their place and where they feel like they should be and how they should be produced. Right. But when the women say something, we have a real problem with it. Because we didn't say, you know, you should just suck it up because this is a wrestling business. We said Again, your microphone. Uh, Nick is having some technical difficulties in his end there. Hello? Yes. Uh, I can't even get into my point because it's fucked microphone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's that, uh, that mixer. Yeah, I think it is. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we paid more attention to what the guys were saying, what they were going through, and we don't look at it as the same thing for Sasha Banks. See, to me, the way I saw it was the moment when the report came out that they were lying on the locker room floor, making it well known that they were not happy. To me, that just came off as a child laying in the room throwing a temper tantrum. And so, and the difference between the CM Punk one, CM Punk basically quit because supposedly his house was 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 uh, being fucked with because them missing the MRSA. That shit's scary. Um, as that far as Stone Cold, I never gave him a pass on that. I thought that was some bullshit what he did. You know, Vince asking him to to take the out to Brock Lesnar. Now, Stone Cold no, made it, a great point think... saying that uh, we could have made money off of that feud, and he would have done the job at a pay per view, but not on a Raw. And then uh, who else quit? Uh, Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Looking back at it now. I probably would have done what Vince did. 
I don't know because I just watched the the interview with him and Shawn Michaels years back. Yeah. And he openly said, I felt like I put in all this work to be the best and I'm putting in, in all these great matches. But you guys already were looking at Shawn Michaels and then you hear his plan of working with Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Triple H, Xbox. And it's like, oh, he's just trying to help his friends but he's not really thinking about this business and he felt a strong way about it and that's when the rift started to happen between him and Vince and him wanting to leave well the the money it came down to money at the end of the day oh yeah it always is yeah WCW threw so much money at Brett that he couldn't say no and Vince couldn't pay him that but I understand I understand that frustration. That's that was the the whole point. Yeah, and so, and so differently with her, and if that is true, she was on the floor like that. Grow up, but if she would have done the Gail Kim and just left, <laughs> that would have spoke more volumes of it than doing what she did. And I, I don't think I would not have judged her for doing that for walking out in the middle of the match. I would have totally respected it a lot more. Yeah, that would have been a different way. I think she would have got way more respect from the fans. And and to me, the whole issue, too, was saying that if she's being underutilized. I mean, this is what happens when, when you have someone who's a bigger-than-life character like Ronda Rousey, who is massive, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, because she's going to take up a whole spot. And then Charlotte was slated to be her opponent. And then Becky Lynch comes out of nowhere, basically, to get the fans behind her. And then Becky Lynch gets inserted into it because she's got so much momentum. She's the hot hand. You got to go with the hot hand. Yeah. And then I, I really wasn't hard on Bailey because, you know what? Bailey really hasn't gone out there and, and, you know, been vocal about it. She hasn't really had any backstage beef with anybody. You know, to me, when Sasha Banks... Um, basically said that you know she she didn't respect Alexa Bliss and all this other stuff and going at her in a personal matter I'm just like this is not even this is going beyond wrestling this is she's made it real and personal and to me that's not a good look so it tells me that she's got some sort of attitude and you got to play nice you you got to if if it's not if it's not being booked in a story being the way like that I'm just like it's, it's just not a good look and it makes you look it makes it makes it seem that you're difficult to work with and nobody wants to have that reputation. True, but I also don't have to like you. Like, I can be professional, but I don't have to like you. Oh, absolutely. I, 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 I don't know. I'm back yeah. and forth. Um, anyway, so, Bailey gets booed. The Iconics get a nasty pop, dude. The, pop, the, the Iconics are over. Um, basically, they cut really good promo. Um, talking shit about um, Sasha Banks and Bailey. Um they talk about, uh, they keep talking. Paige comes out looking like a dime piece. Mm. Yep. Um, mm. she, she's, whatever she's doing, keep doing it, girl. Um, she says she's going to introduce, uh, her, her tag team, um, outcome, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose. Um, they're like, you know what? We don't need introduction. She says, well, I wasn't calling on you anyways. Outcomes, Oscar, and then Kyrie Sane. How do you really feel? 
confused mainly because I feel like Asuka deserves to be in the main event scene, but I see where her shortcomings were um, when she was trying to cut promos. English mm-hmm. isn't her first language, obviously. I mean, she's from Japan. Um, and so getting that emotional connection across with her promos wasn't there. I think if she was a heel champion, that it would it would come across a lot easier just because the language barrier would work in her favor, much like Andrade. Um, yes. So to me, it was just one of those situations where like, she's over with the hardcore fans because she's fucking amazing. The mm-hmm. kids love her because she's bright and vibrant and she's a badass. So you mm-hmm. can't make her a heel. No. Not yet, anyways. So what are you gonna do? I mean, she you, she can't be your face champion because Becky's your face champion. So it's kind of like the situation where we gotta do something with her to keep her relevant. So let's put her tag team with Kyrie Sane, an adorable, adorable young lady. Me personally, I felt like the Sky Pirates should have came up together and yeah. kept Oscar alone. Yeah, but the story they're telling on NXT after I watched tonight is telling me the reason why they didn't call her up. Oh, yeah, fair. So, um, anyway, so we get the Iconics, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville versus Oscar, Kyrie Sane, Ember Moon, and Bailey. Uh, the faces go over. Um, Kyrie Sane, dude, I don't know if you realize when she was on the apron, she had so much energy. No, no, she was hyped. Dude, she was going back and <laughs> forth, man. Um, Wrestling Inc. was like, oh, Kyrie Sane. She's adorable. She's really good. She's really good. Like, she's amazing in the ring. I just love, like, her honest and pure personality. Yeah, she's going to sell a shitload of t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's see here. Uh, The Hardy Boys are on screen. They're talking about last week getting their ass kicked by Lars Sullivan. And then uh, Matt was like, no, Jeff, talk about the other big news that happened. Oh, we won these. Um, so talking about how they are, uh, how people forgot the Hardy Boys were a great tag team. And they're here to remind everybody. They are the second greatest tag team in WWE. Who was the first? Edge and Christian. Hmm. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, as of right now? Yeah. The Usos. All right, so we're gonna have to do one of these days a a ranking of the best, the greatest tag teams of all time, Bruh. I just did. I finished my ranking of the top one hundred albums in hip hop. What was number one? Oh, I'm not giving that away for free. You gotta listen to the Reckless Effect to get that answer. But I'll tell you what one what one hundred is. What's that? It is. Two shorts, born to Mac. All right, that's all I'll give you. That intro, yeah, <laughs> that intro is great. That intro is great. Um, yeah. so we find out Buddy Murphy is being promoted from two hundred five to SmackDown. Congratulations, hype! And I can imagine Super. the matches with him and uh, Mustafa Ali, yep. Finn Balor. Ooh, him and Kofi. Him and Kofi. Yeah. See that that's that's the good thing about certain guys being on, on certain rosters. Exactly. Like when you get that right chemistry about that, that right tandem, that yeah. right fix. Like Buddy Murphy can do wonders on SmackDown. It's gonna be uh, great. Cedric Alexander is going to be great on Raw. 
Mm, so, uh, <laughs> Kofi Kingston, Big E, Kevin, and Big, uh, Big O versus Zara Russo and Shinsuke Nakamura. Solid match. Uh, it was really cool seeing Kevin Owens really trying to mimic uh, Big E. Yeah. With everything they did. I was like, this is just great. I love it. But I love his uh, enunciation of words. Oh, what am I doing? Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I, you guys, oh, this is great. It. You got it. Come on, man. You got this, okay. man. Listen, it's a lot of pressure, okay? I know. <laughs> okay, here we go. Come on. Oh! More from from the loins. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah, the, yes. get the fire from on, down man. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Joe. Feel it. Believe in it. Oh! Kev, man, come on. You got to get going. Man. No, from the plums, oh, man. Plums, plums, plums. I don't have plums. Come so on, you got plums. That's right. You know you got plums. Show me your plums. Show us your plums. Stop yelling. You got this. Oh, Montreal! Don't you dare be sour! Clap for your world-famous five-time champs, your new WWE champion, and the Big O, and feel the power! Jesus, dude, that was just... I was sold on everything. Gold. Just gold. Great. That was great. Um, Yeah. Uh, so the New Day win. That's all that matters. It was fantastic. New Day is just... They're just amazing. Right? Period. Kevin just... Owens, do your thing. Yep. I love it. Uh, out comes Vince McMahon. Basically um, talking about uh, the biggest trend, uh, acquisition in, in uh, Superstar Shake-Up history. And it's Elias. Not I mad at though. I thought it was a good acquisition, but I'm like, this is it. This is it. And I looked at it on my phone. I'm like, oh, I got four more minutes left. And so Elias is starting to gonna start a song, and out comes Roman Reigns. Yeah, I saw that too. AJ Styles going to Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Roman Reigns says that you know the, this may be uh, a new yard, but the same rules exist. He, uh, Superman punches Elias, Superman punches Vince McMahon, spears Elias, Roman Reigns is fishing on SmackDown. Man. This is going to be good. It's going to be a complete change for him. Um, I think the whole landscape of SmackDown has changed completely. And SmackDown won in the Superstar Shake, uh, Superstar Shakeup. God, that's stupid. Oh, absolutely. Very, very stupid. But yeah, I agree with you. Uh, SmackDown easily won. Yeah. Let's see here. So, uh, 205 Live was it was decent. I mean, it kind of left a lot of questions. You get um, a kickoff. It was, let's see here, Grand Metalik, um, Akira Tozawa, Davari, and Mike Canales. Winner would be the number one contender to face uh, Tony Nese. Um Davari ends up picking up the win. I was surprised. It's Davari. Yeah. But hey, you know, whatever. Yo, but you gotta respect the man that wrestles in a gold chain. Oh no, I respect it. I just still feel away. <laughs> yeah. Uh next we get Cedric Alexander versus Oni Lurkin. Um Oni Lurkin cut a promo before the match started saying that um Alexander 
built 205 Live, was a founding, uh, basically was one of the main builders. And uh, in order for Arnie Larkin to earn his spot on 205 Live, he was going to have to beat Cedric. Um, not much of a heel promo on his part. I felt like it was something honest and I really liked it. Yeah. Like, it was more of like an homage kind of thing. And I really liked it. This was the most we ever heard him talk. Right? In like, what, four years? Something like that, yeah. Well, we've been doing this for three years. Oh, happy anniversary. Damn, um, three years, huh? Yeah, that's great. Um, really? It's been three years? No, it's been two years. Two years? Are you sure? We're on year two, yeah. No. Yeah. Because we started after WrestleMania 33. Yeah, two years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. But yeah, no, so it was it was a really, really good physical match. Only Lord can pick up the win. After they match, they shake hands, and Alexander um, gets his last moment to say goodbye to 205 Live. Beautiful, man. Um, so you think 205 Live is going to fold? I have a bad feeling that it will. Yeah. Like, I'm... With the amount of talent. Yeah. I feel like it might. I really think you're right there because they called. They had zero call-ups to uh, NXT. I mean, from to a two two five look two two o five live. Yeah. Uh, Damn, that's crazy. Um, so let's jump into yeah. NXT. NXT kicks off with Velveteen Dream versus Buddy Murphy. Uh, this all stems from Velveteen Dream disrespecting Buddy Murphy after his match at Mania. A really, really good quality match. Velveteen Dream picks the win. Uh, the next we get, uh, let's see here. Uh, next we get, um, John Gano's out in the ring talking about how he won the NXT titles and that Adam Cole interrupts him. Uh, John Gargano says, what is there trouble with, with your boy band? Making a bunch of boy band jokes. Um, Adam Cole says, you know what? I beat you in that middle of the ring. Um, out comes, um, What's his name? Um, um, the dude who looks like a like a middle school teacher. Wow, why am I going blank here? Yeah, because I didn't watch it. Uh, Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong attacks. Uh, <laughs> he looks like a teacher. <laughs> he does look like a middle school teacher, man. Oh, gosh. He attacks uh, Gargano. Um, so they beat him down. So that feat's going to go on. That's funny. Uh, they, talk, they hype up Kushida. His in-ring debut is going to be in two weeks. And then uh, we get Dominic Jai- uh, Dijakovic versus Aaron Fry. Uh, that lasted about 30 seconds. Good. Dominic, Dominic wins. And then we get our main event. Shayna Baszler versus Jessam- Je- Ooh, Shayna Baszler with Jessamyn Duke and Marie Shafir versus Kyrie Sane. If Sane loses, she'll never get another opportunity. Um, fuckery ensued. Kyrie Sane kind of gets uh, screwed over. Io Shirai comes out for the save and gets her disqualified. Um, Shayna Baszler wins. Um, after the match, Shayna Baszler crushes Kyrie Sane's arm, and then that pretty much sets up the Io Shirai chase for the title. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. I see you now. I see uh, you. Yeah. So it, I'm, I'm curious. It's so with Raw, I've kind of given up. I've thrown my hands up in the air, saying Raw's gonna be Raw. Raw's gonna do Raw things because Vince McMahon um, is a jackass. I think he's going to give us what we think that we don't want. He's really good at that. Let's not front. He's really good at giving us shit that we are 
consistently saying, we don't want this, but we fucking do. Like, we didn't want Roman Reigns that damn much. Yeah. We did, because there was nobody else uh, stepping up. Well, on Raw, anyway. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's his baby. Whatever. But the Viking experience, kiss my ass. Yeah, it's just one of those things where you're just like, Vince, stop. Well, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Nope. Um, let's jump into some news. Uh, Adam Rose had a, a uh, minor heart attack over the weekend. Yeah, I heard about that. Prayers up. That's hell sad. Yep. But uh, I'm glad he's healthy. Yeah, he's out. Of, he's done with wrestling. He's uh, going to be, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, but good luck to the man. Yeah. Uh, Punishment Martinez is getting a new gimmick uh, named Damian Priest. It's supposed to be dark. Mm. That, that's kind of the reason why we haven't seen him on NXT. Okay. Um, let's see here. So Nikki Bella talked about her retirement um, on her uh, Bella's podcast. Um, she basically said that she just... just wasn't necessarily her heart really wasn't into it really yeah that there's just too much stuff going on in her life wait who again uh nikki oh i don't give a fuck i thought you said (laughs) i thought you said someone else no no nikki bella yeah oh i don't care whatever uh she's gone bye yeah um so let's see here Uh, uh, so Sami Zayn signed a three-year contract, um, and so he apparently he has like two and a half more years left on it. Oh, because he spent half the year injured. Okay. Yep. Um, let's see here. Development talent down in NXT makes anywhere from fifty thousand to one hundred fifty thousand a year. The average pay for development talent is around eighty k. Shit, just to be down there, send me over there. Yep, and it says uh, that talent salaries can climb into seven figures if they make it to the top of the company on Raw or SmackDown. Oh, wow, okay. So, that's crazy. So, we know Finn Balor's making millions of millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Bailey basically had posted something on... Uh, on on Twitter, um, Becky Lynch hit her back with the you know what. Um, she wants to fight Sasha. Um, Bailey uh, hit her with the, on Twitter. We loved your match, and she says you could come get slapped too. <laughs> um, so it looks like Becky's trying to uh, keep her friends uh, employed. Yeah, I love that. Keep the four horse women together. Um, Becky uh, tweeted after uh, SmackDown. Um, I'm glad at least one of you had the spine to come looking for me, but don't get it twisted now. Everyone who comes looking for the men ends up changing who they are. I'll put the best... I'll pull the best out of you, too. I guess she's talking about uh, Ronda Rousey. Fair. But I really want to see a Ronda Rousey and Bailey match. Did we see that? No? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did? Yep. Wow. Bailey must be terrible right now. Yep. 
Um, so not like terrible wrestler, but to not be memorable because I remember Sasha Banks and Ronda. Yeah, I think it was the week before that or the week after that. Oh, all right. Um, so Sheamus is reportedly out with an injury. It's not. Um, no one knows what it is. Um, Nia Jax has what two torn MCLs? Yeah. Poor girl. She's barely, apparently she's been working with two bad knees for for a better part of a year. Well, damn. I just feel bad for Tamina. Yeah. I feel bad for Nia Jax, but I feel bad for Tamina too. Um, so John. Yeah, so far. John Cena is supposed to be in the next Suicide Squad movie. I fuck with that. And I hope he's a bad guy. Is that just me? Yeah. I mean, aren't they all bad guys? No, I mean, like, an anti-hero villain. Okay. Or an anti-villain hero. Yeah. Anti-villain hero. Because then that would mean that he's actually a good guy. Good guy doing, bad guy doing good guy things. No, he's a good guy doing bad guy things in the eyes of the bad guys that are doing good guy things. Mm, okay. Mm. Let's see here. That makes sense, but I hope somebody got that. <laughs> All right, so um, PW Insight is reporting that the Viking experience, a.k.a. War Raiders, were originally supposed to be called the Berserkers. But instead, they got stuck with the Viking experience. I'll take the Viking experience. I am no longer complaining. Over the Berserkers? Yeah, fuck no. Oh, they're both garbage. They're both garbage, but I'd rather go with the Viking experience. Mm, let's see here. Uh, did you see Nick Foley's tweet about that? No. He said, if uh, the internet existed when I debuted, everyone would have hated the name Mankind too." That's fair. That is fair. Because I did hate Mankind. The name, not the character. Yeah. Um, so we talked about... Uh, well, we didn't, I don't think we did. We talked this before we, we went on air. Um, Liv Morgan is being moved over to SmackDown. She's being split up. That breaks hearts. Yeah. For her mess sweet. They, they, all, they, they have really good chemistry together. They're like best friends. They, they really are. They they did a really good job, man. They helped her out a lot, develop, because she you know she really wasn't down in NXT for very long. No, not at all. And that's cool that they took her under her ring. They took her under their wing and kind of groomed her to be a really really solid wrestler. And I'm with it because she. I always, I always thought she was good, and I thought she was more ready than some other girls but they developed her very well yeah being a team together um so let's go ahead uh talk about some of the uh other acquisitions so otis and tucker heavy machinery um are going to smackdown uh, let's see here so raw's roster now looks or oh excuse me raw's acquisitions were aj styles the miz ricochet alistair black eric and evar the viking experience Andrade, Zelina, Vega, Rey Mysterio, Jimmy and Jey Uso, Naomi, EC3, Lacey Evans, Eric Young, and Cedric Alexander. Uh, SmackDown got Roman Reigns, Elias, Finn Balor, Ember Moon, Bailey, Kyrie Sane, Buddy Murphy, 
Lars Sullivan, Liv Morgan, Chad Gable, Paula Cruz, Mickey James, and Heavy Machinery. Hmm. I kind of yeah, like. I kind of like that Chad Gable on Apollo Cruz move. I do too. I really do. Mid card uh, scene, stand up. Yep, they're talking about Samoa Joe is going to go over to Raw. Uh, that was obvious. Yeah. But he had the flu, apparently. Yeah, apparently he was really, really sick. Yeah. Um. So let's see here. Um, so apparently after SmackDown or after 205 Live, Roman Reigns and Randy Orton wrestled and, uh, there wasn't a finish. It just kind of ended. What? Yeah. Like no one won. No one lost. It just ended. The hell in the kayfabe is going on? No idea. Okay. That's weird. Um, so let's go ahead and talk more about Sasha or Sasha and Bailey. Uh, so Sasha Banks, basically, the the straw that broke her back was the fact that she found out not only were they losing titles, but they were being split up. I feel, yeah, that's a little bit much that she probably should have calmed down. But uh, I do understand the frustration of that all being thrown at you at one time and feeling like nothing you do fucking matters. That every time you get a piece, it gets taken away. See, I really thought that, finding that out, I really thought that they were going to get to the point where um, they were going to split them up and then she was going to be the one chasing the Raw title from, from uh, Becky. See, that would be great. I, that's all I got. I, that would have been great, but I feel like that's not the case. I feel like they were more just, well, we have nothing really for you right now, so let's focus on these other things. Yeah. Um, Luke Harper has officially requested his release from Smack or from WWE. Um, so yeah, I'm not mad at it because they have underutilized him and. And he, if he was already ready to go back in February, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, I guess he has um, his contract ends in November, but because he has been sidelined with so many injuries, um, they think that they can actually have him um, sit at home collecting a paycheck for an additional six months. Oh. Theoretically, they can do that because they don't have to grant his release. Nope, because he's he's locked in till November. But even then, because he was injured for so long, they can uh, have him sit at home for another six months. Fair. All right. Um, last bit of news here that I have: top international wrestlers report to the Performance Center. Uh, Koshida, Hector Garza Jr., and. Uh, uh, Shane Strickland. That's interesting. Shane Strickland? Yep. Mm. He's really talented. He No, he's hella talented. So yeah. I'm ex- that, 
Good on you, WWE. I didn't know that he actually was going to sign. Good on you. Yeah, so it's really interesting to see what they do with uh, Hector Garza Jr. Yeah, very interesting. Oh, and uh, Punishment Martinez has a new name. Yeah, with uh, uh, Damian Priest. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Actually, I kind of like it. It's going to be a really dark, dark, brooding gimmick, apparently. Oh, that's what you were talking about. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Killian Dane. No, I was like, no. We don't, I don't we know don't... what happened to Killian Dane. There's rumors he's going to be sent over to the UK. Um, same thing with Alexander Wolf. I, they don't know what they're going to do with him. Um, if anything, Nikki Cross should go to. <sighs> Poor Nikki. I mean, they're married. They are. Do you got any other news? No, because I really want to know why they fired Dasha. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess they might have had too much backstage um, interviewers. Because of that white girl came out of nowhere. See, look at white girls taking all the... No, but I'm just... <laughs> I... What was her name? Stephanie? Samantha? I don't Chris? know. Kirsten? Sally? Sarah? New, new interview bot. New interview bot 16? E-5-banana? I don't know. But I, I, I really want to know because I feel like there's something more there and she probably signed to NDA. Mm. <gasps> oh, can we be nasty for a second? Sure. What if high-ranking official sexual harassment? Hmm. NDA. Because mm. they just took and didn't say anything. They didn't give her a, a future endeavor. She changed her name back. Like, there was nothing. And she went on a, a full-on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Some, someone was not. I honestly feel that. Someone was not. No, I think she just might have been done. No, no. I don't think so. I think someone was not. Hmm, interesting. Like, do you feel it? No. What? No. How can you not? I think I think it was just time for her to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They really I don't. See. They really don't hold on to people uh, as backstage anywhere for very long. No, they don't. But I feel as though that if you just dropped every, dropped this person completely, took them off of your website, took them off of everything, like, and no mention of it, no future endeavor, nothing. Uh huh. There's something more to that. And she didn't speak on it. Uh, she didn't say anything. She just went on vacation. Like, even when Justin Roberts left, they feature endeavored him. And you saw all that. All right. Well, that's your theory. That's my theory. But if I swear, if something comes out later and we hear that there was something of that nature, revisit this. All right. All right. Well, it's been a shitty week of wrestling thanks to Monday Night Raw and this stupid superstar shakeup. Yeah. Let's see where we go next week. I need a cigarette. Yeah, I'm out of here. Peace out, y'all. Peace.